Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Primetime Titans. Uh, JG Pettit and I got a great episode for you today. We're previewing a huge divisional rivalry game with the Indianapolis Colts. It's going to be here in Nissan Stadium on Sunday. For those of you who are going, let's get that stadium rocking and rolling. Uh, so enjoy this little 30-minute preview of this game. We'll get you right, tell you about some of the, the key storylines, players to watch on the Colts, and some bold predictions that we have for the Titans this upcoming Sunday. So without further ado, please welcome in ASAP Rocky. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. All right, here we go. We're recording this Friday morning, and as of right now, two games in, and Texans obviously three games in as they lost last night. We're the leaders of the AFC South, as it should be, as it should be, because the AFC South is terrible. Before we get into that. Besides the Titans. Besides the Titans, of course. Uh, I'm JG, Pettit, Robert, and this is your Colts preview. Let's get into it. Like I said, AFC South sucks. I mean, other than Titans, obviously. Jaguars, Urban Meyer, every week is like playing Alabama. I mean, it's the NFL. Come on. that Jaguars, I, they're probably worse than the Texans. And then the Texans... They got some veterans. I, I honestly think that, you know, Davis Mills looked pretty good. I think the Texans games I'm actually a little how worried about, about than the Jacks. How about Davis Mills' neck size? His neck is massive. Up there with Mike Glennon. I didn't see it. But, uh, I mean, they looked all right. You, with, I don't know how. Well, I didn't yeah. watch. <laughs> but uh, okay. they didn't look that bad with Turrod Taylor. No, they didn't. He, Turrod? Tyrod. Yeah, apparently it's Turrod, but... No, Tarad. Yeah. Tarad. Yeah. Pettit, welcome back. Thanks, man. Happy uh, to be here. How was the West Coast? It was great. Uh, got to watch the uh, game with my brother and uh, Jacob Boldine. Um, there was definitely a moment where the game, I really thought this season was doomed. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, both my fantasy teams weren't just losing. They were like in contention for dead last and and the Titans were losing. I was just like, "This is a terrible day." And then somehow the Titans We've all won. Been there. One of my teams had a magical win by one point, less than a point. You ended up winning one of them. Yeah, oh. you were saying you were going to be Travis terrible. Kelsey needed a six-yard catch in the end of the game, and he got seven. Nice, <laughs> amazing. Awesome. And then the other one barely slipped out of not getting dead last. So nice. it was great. So it was a great turnaround. What um, what city did you go to? San Francisco. Okay. Which in yeah, the last said, podcast you said Oregon. Yeah, I heard you said that. Oregon. Well, I truthfully hey. didn't know. I thought you were in Denver at some point in time also last week. West Coast, West Coast. Um, Did you so, watch the game in a bar with any Seattle fans? Uh, no. We, we watched the noon games, which is 10 o'clock there at oh, a bar. Wow. And there was a bunch of 49ers fans watching it. And some Jets fans, which was hilarious. Well, I'm sure the 49ers fans are probably going for us, right? Because the Seahawks. Well, we weren't. We didn't stay for the Titans game, there. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But there was a couple Jets fans, and they were just like cheering when they got a first down. It was great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got a first down. <laughs> do they like Corey Davis over there? I think so. I do. I do think so. Yeah. They. He had a few those 
Um, some of those interceptions were were tough. A couple were targeted to him, but um, yeah. So, but back to the Seahawks game. So you were down, down and out, and then was there a certain point, like I guess Derrick Henry's touchdown long run, where you're like, oh, let's go, we're in this. Yeah. I mean, obviously that Derrick Henry sixty yard run. I mean that that drive was like we need a quick touchdown. Yeah, and then you know second it was third a two play. play drive. Yeah, we had that first the pass like, to AJ. Yeah, yeah, to get to the forty. And then, yeah, and then Derrick it breaks Henry. it, and it was like all right, we're back in this. We didn't really you touch could feel on this a switch. We touched on the AJ block on Derrick Henry's run, but Derrick Henry actually had a big block uh, in pass protection yes. to get the pass off to AJ. Yeah, so it's kind of cool, like. Mm-hmm you know, blocking for each other there. So, so real quick on that, I went back yesterday and I rewatched the Seahawks game and we ran the same exact play that Derrick Henry scored on in the first quarter on like the second drive, but Jamal Adams knifed in and kind of got under Derrick Henry's legs and Derrick Henry fell forward for two yards. And so I think someone on the Titans organization probably saw that play because if you look at that play and look at how the Seahawks lined up in the first quarter – it was only that corner on the edge and the deep safety to beat. And so then they ran that play, obviously, again, when Derrick Henry scored. But this time, instead of just handing it off to Derrick Henry um, straight down towards the center, like like straight ahead like they did in the first hey, quarter, yeah. they kind of – he did a counter. So he, he stepped to his right, and then Tannehill, he stuck the ball out to his right, and then he turned – and he kind of led it like a stretch play. So it was like a counter stretch, probably so they could get Jamal Adams to bite inside, right? And then A.J. Brown blocks him down. So Derrick Henry could get the angle to get around A.J., and then they knew he'd only had the corner I mean, and the worked. safety. So I think that, obviously, Derrick Henry is an absolute superhuman. But watching that play in the first quarter, I saw it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I bet they, they made a note of that and said, let's come back to this and just change the handoff a little bit to get Derrick Henry on the edge. And that is great coaching. And that there's your there's your uh, quick film session with Coach Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, awesome. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that game was, uh, honestly, like, the, the, the fact that we're still talking about it, like you it said, great game. <laughs> what did you say about yesterday? I was like, you know, you know, it was a great uh, Titans game when it's Thursday afternoon at work and you're still thinking about the game. <laughs> that's yep. just how great. Uh, that's just what a huge win like that. We does. call that a victory Thursday over in primetime land. <laughs> victory week. It's a whole victory week. week. Um, honestly, two things that I'll say about the game. I'll try and make them quick as we have to talk about the Colts. But two big things is, I mean, obviously the offense looked great in the second half, and but with that, it's like the offense has looked good for the last year and a half two years and i mean it's really fun to see big plays like that i'm not i'm not dissing that by any means but there were a couple things that we hadn't seen from this titans team in the last year and a half which was the defense making plays yeah and name another time last year when you would have been confident enough oh to my punt the ball in overtime and say not only are we going to stop this team three and out but we're going to sack him yeah. Russell Wilson, too, I mean, we, and yeah. almost a walk-off safety. Yeah. I mean, that is they, they not... They didn't gain a yard in overtime. That's yeah. like... I don't know a Titans defense that could have done that. I mean, maybe 2019, but even that was like... I don't think they would have made... Well, I guess they had I guess the, the, playoff, the playoff stretch, you could have said, you maybe have confidence, but... Yeah. But since then, you know. Yeah, they looked... Fun. They were making plays that we hadn't seen from a Titans defense in a long time. Yeah. And getting pressure, and then there was times when... 
not only like when the defensive line wasn't getting quick pressure, the DBs were getting almost coverage sacks mm-hmm. or coverage pressures. Like you know what I mean? So it was that was fun to watch. I just hadn't seen it's like almost a unique feeling like do we have a good defense? Yeah, I'm with you. Other yeah. than a couple we talked about, it, other than like a couple busts, the defense really locked down. I mean, they said the Seahawks didn't have any three and outs in week one, and we probably forced five, six. And who did the Seahawks play week one? Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. Did you have one more thing? You said you had two things. Uh, well, I was going to talk about the offense for a second, but let's move on to the Colts. I mean, okay. we've seen the offense. Yeah, we, yeah. We can um, talk about that for days. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the Colts. So I would say, as of right now, um, the storyline going into the game would probably be, is Carson Wentz going to play or not? Yes. Um, they played the Colts their own two. Um, obviously, you know, everyone knows the Colts. They're our division rival. Uh, took us a while to beat them for years. Andrew Luck was undefeated against us. Last few times we've done well. We went one and one against them last year, and uh, we certainly um, don't them. like them. And so, them being zero and two, and us going into the game, maybe this is a bigger storyline than the Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz injury. If we beat them and they go zero and three, and I know and zero and one in the division, like that would be massive, so big for our chances, especially after you know we're you know obviously lost the Cardinals game, but one and one beat the Seahawks. So um yeah, I think that would be huge uh to pull out a victory here. I'm not gonna lie, I, I fully expect to to win. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna be upset if we don't like kill him. You know, I, I think a lot of people have this mindset of okay, in the NFL, when you're supposed to beat teams, you're supposed to beat them, like control the entire game. The NFL, you never know what's gonna happen. There could be ups and downs throughout the game. We saw it with the Seahawks. Right. So I do expect us to win, but um, not necessarily. Uh, I'm not going to be upset if we don't destroy them, or yeah. you know. Well, it's certainly a huge opportunity this early in the season. Uh, you touched on it about our division is not very good. We probably are have the worst division in football. Um, yeah, I mean the Jaguars and the Texans, they might not win two or three games this year. They well, yeah. They're probably both going to be. Well, they have to play each other. That's well, and true. the Texans are already one up on them. I'm just, but I, I, I would put their both of their win totals at three. Yeah, three or four. They'll probably be the one and two overall. Picks. See, I can see the Texans like squeaking out a win because. Yeah, of the you veterans. might be right. You might be right, but but, but, but no, still, neither they, one of them are going to challenge us for the division. Yeah, and the Colts are our biggest challenge by far. And if they go down zero and three, and we go to two and one, it's a huge. Jump start right out of the gate. Um, so Carson Wentz is probably the biggest thing I'm keeping my eye on over the next couple of days. He's got two sprained ankles. Yeah, it, the I play don't know. was ugly. Aaron Donald sacked him pretty hard. And did he sprain them both on the same play? I think so. It really he like turned back. I don't. Know. It was. I don't even know how you awkward. do that. I but have Carson never seen Wentz, that before. the way that he plays and his body is just like. He's so yeah. loose that his limbs are just hanging out there, ready to just be freaking rolled up on, like we saw. Well, here's what's re- another really interesting thing that I'm looking for in this game. So, first of all, real quick about Carson Wentz, they have Jacob Eason used to play at Georgia and then transferred to Washington. He's their backup, and then they brought in Brett Hundley this week, who's been all over the league. He used to play for the Packers. They brought him in in the off season when when uh, or in the preseason when Wentz was going down. Okay, so. 
they basically have two below average backup quarterbacks that they don't know which one. They, they've said both of them are going to play. We don't know 100% that Wentz is out, but if Wentz is out, look for the Titans to be aggressive and to really mess with these young guys um, and try to get some some turnovers and really confuse them and, and, and make it tough on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never really heard of a coach coming out and saying both our quarterbacks are going to play. It's kind of an interesting strategy. Yeah. Um, especially, I don't know if either of them are particularly like dual threat guys. Um, so that's an interesting strategy that I think the defense could really take advantage of. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like even, uh, Pettit, you, you said this to both of us, but even with Carson Wentz playing, I would expect us to win. But without Carson Wentz, like, I mean, definitely expect us to win. So Now, but the Titans, we've all seen it, have been playing backup quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks in the past. You think you're really confident, you're riding high, you go into that game and all of a sudden they have like three touchdowns and you're just pulling your hair out because you're like, we should be running through this team right now. It's just insane how it's like the games we go into where we're supposed to win, we either lose or like barely squeak out a win and then the ones where it's like we're supposed to get killed and we're the underdogs we end up surprising everyone and and when it's just like can we get some consistency yeah. here titans yeah. i, I will just, say not only is i mean the colts an nfl team which like we we're saying it's it's hard to just destroy an nfl team yeah which there were some last week but i think kind of gameplay went into that it does happen they're a division team like no matter it's who's playing, rival. it's they're going to give their all. Yeah. I mean, there's just a, a rivalry that you kind of step up and you play for. Yep. Especially yeah. if you're that big of an underdog like the Colts, they could really step up and play. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's jump into Colts playmakers to look out for. Um, so we got their running back, Jonathan Taylor, has not. I mean, he had a fine game, game one, but last game. I mean, he was getting stuffed on the goal line. Yeah, I saw somebody he had like multiple carries inside the ten yard line, and his total yardage on it was negative one. Well, the Rams have the best defense in football, most yeah. likely. Maybe them, and but the that Bucks. was including Seahawks game too. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, you're right. And the one of the biggest surprises that the Colts have had this year is how poorly their offensive line has played. And they're still banged up there too. They're still banged up, banged up. But they brought in Eric Fisher, their left tackle. He's an all former All Pro. They obviously have probably the best guard in the NFL in Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame, their left guard. And then uh, Ryan Kelly, center from Alabama. And then they have awesome. Braden Smith, the right tackle from Auburn. And then I don't know who their right guard is. Um, but the Colts are notorious for one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. The Seahawks' defensive line ripped them apart. And then obviously the Rams' defensive line with Aaron Donald ripped them apart as well. So that's a key thing to look at is do the Colts start to turn it around on the offensive line or do we continue to expose them and maybe we can pick up a couple sacks with Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, we're trending in that direction. We haven't played a quarterback who can't escape the pocket mm-hmm. yet. And so I'm hopeful that our pass rush gets home quite a few times on Sunday. Well, one thing also worth noting is Eric Fisher didn't practice this week on Thursday. He's coming back from I Achilles. Think, an Achilles, okay. Yeah. So I think I, it says just rest, but I mean, you know, that's a 
but he played last monitor. week against the Rams, yeah. I believe. And then and another Braden thing Smith, is Braden right tackle, Smith didn't thumb, practice right? either. Yeah. Yeah. Foot foot and thumb. Oh. Weird combination yeah, there. Yeah, Well, okay, so... How's, is, your, how's your thumb? It's my foot. <laughs> is Jonathan Taylor a good enough back to, like... I mean, we've yeah, seen... Yeah, I think, I think Jonathan Taylor, talent-wise, is one of the top 10 running backs in the NFL. So, he had some games last year that were very impressive. Look, especially if they start Carson Wentz, who he's with two bad ankles. He's not going to be very mobile. He's probably going to look to check it down a lot. I would imagine Eason and Hundley would do the same thing, but I haven't seen them play, so I don't know really what they're going to be thinking about. But look for Jonathan Taylor to get well, the ball 35 also, times this Not game. only Jonathan Taylor, but we saw it in the first game last year oh, at yeah. home. Naheem Hines destroyed us, made yeah. Jayon Brown look like a fool yes. on some routes. I mean, I, it's it's always like I feel like Naheem Hines – he just he's he's up for a you know a go off week every you know every other game against us. I've been saying it all off season. This is the time for David Long to start on our football team because he can cover Naeem Hines. I yeah, fully believe that. I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think David Long is potentially the starter this week. I think Jalen Brown is still on the injury report. Um, Hamstring. He right? is slow. Yeah, it said he was limited participation yesterday. Um, something to monitor. I. David Long played great so last week. so well. He made some plays, and they—I don't know if you guys saw Russell Wilson didn't attempt a single pass in the middle of the field. He didn't even attempt. He's scared one. of oh, David wow. Long, number fifty-one. He only went out wide. So that's like the, the uh, middle linebacker, the Big you know? Ten sack leader, right? Or Big Twelve sack leader? Yeah, wasn't that his stat? <laughs> yeah, that we that we couldn't, we, figure, that we out? couldn't figure out. Um, um, yeah, I'm gonna go through the injury report for the Titans really quick. Jayon Brown was limited. Uh, something to monitor because he didn't play last week. Bud Dupree is still limited. I think maybe just resting up. Yeah, and this is as of yesterday. Yesterday's yes. practice. Caleb Farley still did not practice. Okay. Nor did Ferksker. I can't even say that very well. Derrick Henry had a good old rest day. He earned it. <laughs> well earned. earned. It. He had two two rest days actually. <laughs> well earned. <laughs> uh, ben Jones was full participation last week. Okay. Uh, Roger Saffold limited, which is also worth noting. Aaron Brewer played. Very well. Yeah, he did. And to go off kind of Paul Adams two stripes thing, <laughs> Aaron Brewer was going three or four stripes. If Let's you go. watch, if you watch the replay, that dude is, I mean, a wide receiver catches a twenty yard pass and he's right there like helping him up. Like <laughs> the dude was all over the place. I loved watching that. Uh, AJ Brown was full participation. Uh, Derek Robertson was did not practice. What yeah, is his knee? Okay. Taylor Lewan was full both days. Okay. And Ty Sombrero. Sombrilla. Sombrilla. Sombrero. Ty Umbrella uh, did not, <laughs> was limited. <laughs> and Chris Jackson did not practice, but he says illness. What is Saffold's injury? Shoulder? Yeah. Shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember that play in the Seahawks game where he got – he kind of came up gimpy on his shoulder. It'll be interesting to see if he. Yeah, like but he's a such a tough just... veteran. I feel like he's one of those NFL players. You've got to shoot him multiple times <laughs> to get him off the field. Like he's such a tough guy. I like that. That's a... <laughs> shoot him with with <laughs> with, with meds. This... <laughs> Overall, though, I think our team looks pretty healthy. I think it, our list is long, but I think a lot of these guys will be able to play on Sunday. Yeah. I think yeah. the only guys that are really doubtful on playing is Ferk, Caleb Farley. They probably and won't play. 
Probably just them two. I think Jalen Brown maybe not. Roberson um, maybe yeah. as well. Well, here's something to think about. We have the Colts this week, and then the next two games are the Jets and the Jaguars, correct? At the Jets, and I think at home at, against the Jaguars. So, theoretically, you should be able to rest some guys maybe against the Jets and the Jags. So, you know, get some guys through this week, get the win, but then maybe you sit Taylor for the next two games, make sure his knee's right, make sure, you know, you get some guys healthy for uh, for the really hard schedule you got coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so other other guys on the Colts. Michael Pittman, actually, he also had a great game that first game against us last year. He's a solid receiver. Zach Paschal has been playing well for them. But I don't know. I mean, if, if Wentz isn't there, I don't know well, look for how much of a our huge new, passing game they're going to have. Look for our new shutdown number one corner, baby. Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton is to get balling. in Michael Pittman Jr.'s grill and shut him down, baby. I'm, Love it. I'm predicting a Christian Fulton pick six oh, on Sunday. Is that your, that's oh. that's your my prediction. bold prediction for the okay. week. That's your bold my prediction. My boy, Christian Fulton, the best corner the Titans have had since Samari Roll. Wow. Whoa. Better than Cortland Finnegan? Cortland Finnegan? Better than Cortland Finnegan. I'm, I'm seeing <laughs> some early signs, some early trends, and I'm in, baby. I'm putting my stock in early. Oh I'm gosh. buying all the that. stock of Christian Fulton. I love it. He played fantastic. Um, I would like to also kind of rewind a little bit. I said Derek Henry was going to have a bounce-back game against the Seahawks. I would like a little bit of credit for that. You guys, you you guys want to say something good about job. that? Good job. Hey, good job. Yeah, it was, it was such a hard pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think my bold take is that I think we're going to have five sacks. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh! I think Danico Autry played fantastic. Revenge game. Revenge for game. He Jeffrey was not Simmons, happy with the Colts. I mean, Jeffrey season. Simmons, Danico Autry paired together are a great duo. Mississippi and State Bulldogs. Tart has. I don't know if you guys saw Tart when he's on the field. Basically, the offense averages a yard less rushing the ball. Yeah, almost a full. He doesn't yard. get. He doesn't show up on the stat sheet. He just is a disruptor on the yep. line. So, and then Harold Landry and Bud Dupree. I think Bud Dupree is going to get his sack. His first one. I don't think he has one yet. Harold or Bud? Bud. No clue. Yeah, I, I know Harold has, he has a couple. One, one yeah. or two. He has one. I think against Kyler. Yeah. But uh, I think Bud Dupree is going to get his first sack, and I think I think the defense is going to do very well. So that's your okay. My bold prediction is we saw, you know, Derrick Henry and Julio Jones, they have bounce-back games. A.J. Brown is going to go off. He's going to have at least 100 yards and two touchdowns. Two tutties. Hey, baby. That's my bold prediction. And that'll be good because he struggled with drops yeah. against the Seahawks. He, had probably he talked about it, too. Like, he knows. Early in the first half, he yeah. probably had a touchdown if he holds on to that ball. Um, and makes a move on the safety, and then yeah. he had a couple of other drops in traffic. So be great for him to get Wait, a bounce back. You don't game. think uh, our number one receiver Chester Rogers is going to have a great game? <laughs> that <laughs> don't is get also me started. a revenge game. Don't that's get me started. Also a revenge game. He, he played for the Colts. Yeah, so AJ Brown. That's Johnson. my bold prediction. Oh, um, that's a good point. Yeah, but Marcus Johnson's still in the IR. So I, it's I, a big I'm revenge still, game I'm needing, for him. I'm needing those ten catches from Marcus Johnson. <laughs> I'm getting a little worried. <laughs> That's a good segue into talking about the Colts' defense, yep. which is one of the best in the league. DeForest Buckner is a man amongst boys, number 99. He's a, t- a defensive tackle for the Colts. And then Darius Leonard got paid in capital P-A-I-D letters this offseason. Their middle linebacker, number 53, out of South Carolina State. 
He is a fast, He's rangy. Really, really good. Him and Derek have, I mean, they kind of have a rivalry with they each do. other. They do. They do. And Derek Leonard is the only guy I've ever seen stand up Derek Henry before. Derek and and Derek Henry usually gets the best of most people, and Darius Leonard is a good competition for him. Mm-hmm. And then they have a really good safety in the back end, uh, Justin Blackman. He was a rookie last year and is kind of becoming one of the better safeties in the NFL. Um, I, but with that being said, though, I mean, you look at the Seahawks and the Rams. The uh, two, the week one and week two opponents for the Colts, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had a good game against mm-hmm. the Colts the first game, and then Cooper Cup exploded as well yeah. for a massive game. So they like the secondary Blackman is Suspect. good, but the secondary is susceptible. To I get think up they've some got plays. some old corners, don't they? Still have Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. He's been on and off the injury report. I think. Um, yeah, he says he was limited calf calf injury. Rock, uh, they got Rocky. Julian Blackman's also I mean, Julian Blackman, not Justin. Black. Justin he, uh, Blackman was the the receiver, oh, the receiver for the from Jags. Oklahoma State. Julian, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Julian Blackman's also on the injury report, but looks like he's healthy. He had a press conference this week. He had a little sound bit where they were oh, asking him about Derrick Henry. Okay, yeah. And he was he was like talking about how you just got to hit him. We got to hit him in the mouth. We got to tackle him. We got to know he's coming. It wasn't like trash talking. Just talking about. How when Derrick Henry stiff arms, you got to chop it down a couple times. Yeah, and uh, I was wondering if Variable is going to use some of this as you know bulletin board material to get his guys motivated because they were saying like, you know, he was very confident like we're going to get him down, we're going to tackle him, we're not going to let him run on us. Yeah, and last time we heard somebody say that it was Earl Thomas for the Ravens in the divisional round, and it didn't end up too and well. He ended for up him. blocking for us. That's right. <laughs> Derrick Henry spun him around. Do you want to? You had a good stat for Derrick Henry in the division. Yeah. So he, uh, the last five games against the AFC South, Derrick Henry has 958 yards and nine touchdowns. That's not bad. That's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's like okay. nearly a thousand yard season in five games. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, that's how um, many? How many of those yards are against the Jags? I wonder. Uh, I don't know if it's as many. I last year he had huge most of against, against the, the Texans. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. He did have 103 yards against the tech against the Colts the first game last year, and he had like 150 something in the second game. He also so, um, apparently so he's the leading rusher currently right now. As we all know, he's a man after contact, but yep. his yards after contact, he's still in first place for most. That's right. Yards. He has 240 yards total in the season, and it's I like think 209 it's, or something. Is it Chubb who's at 196 or McCaffrey? Joe maybe? Mixon. Mixon, yeah, okay, Mixon yeah. is second at 196 yards, and Derrick Henry, after contact, I, yeah, I think it's like has 200, 200, 201, 201 yards. I think I it was, you. was it last year? I think Derrick Henry, after yards after contact, still would have been the leading rusher. Which, for those of you who don't know, yards after contact is just how it sounds. You get your yards after a defender touches you, so you usually are breaking a tackle to achieve a yard after contact. No big deal. In no big deal. Which is extremely impressive. Very. Yes, very impressive. Um, so the watch for 2000 is on again. The watch for 2000 is on, especially with on. especially with the extra game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, we got our bold predictions in. Yep, uh, we've we've talked about the Colts. Now, Pettit, I know you weren't. You're not a score prediction guy, so we're going to leave you out of this I'm again. Thrilled, I didn't give one. We're going to leave you out of this again, Robert. What do we got? So I'm going to the game. 
am expecting. Oh, just because you're gonna be at the game, we're gonna play better or something. I'm expecting. You're gonna uh, hear your your voice a little louder. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> I'm expecting a similar atmosphere that you guys got to experience at the Cardinals game for the first play. I'm really hoping <laughs> for kickoff. <laughs> That's right. I'm really hoping to see that atmosphere back. Hopefully, this win with the Seahawks re-energizes the fan base and we get back out there. Um, my my prediction, I think it's a little bit more of a defensive game, a little bit more of a, a defensive struggle, but um, 29 to 17 with a Christian Fulton pick six in there somewhere. Those are that's my prediction. Titans, Titans. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna go 28 17. Did you say 17? I said twenty nine to seventeen. Yeah. Wow. So you're one point under me. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Not, I didn't plan that. <laughs> Bolt take. I was going to say twenty. Board. I was going to say twenty. Sounds like you're trying to position yourself. I was going to say twenty eight twenty. You know what? No, let's freaking the, the defense is going to step up. Twenty eight thirteen Titans. All right. Pet it. He's not. I'm he's not, he's I'm out. A score guy. But I will say um, when we did our little snake draft on the season, I picked the Colts as my first pick. Pettit did pick so the Colts. This would be a big win for me. Yeah. Uh, Robert's currently down. Robert yep. is 0 1. He had Cardinals. Honestly, I'm just relieved I don't get more than one loss from that first game because <laughs> that was so <laughs> and, bad. And uh, I am 1 0 as I picked at Seahawks as one of mine. Did I pick it with confidence? Not really, but. We got the win. You picked so it on the one. So we'll the Chiefs, see. So. We'll see after this week if uh, Pettit is 1-0. I'm 1-0 and Robert's own one. It's definitely something we're going to follow throughout the year. Um, but all I want to say is if you're going to the game, let's, like Robert said, let's let's pick up that atmosphere again. Let's not have a, uh, a home game hangover from That's the Cardinals right. game. Let's uh, ride off this Seahawks energy and uh, – it's a let's big, this, big week for the Titans, baby. Let's big game win. for the Titans. I get some chills going. Let's go. <laughs> let's have a primetime Friday. Primetime Friday. Primetime Friday. Let's absolutely How do How do you guys it. think primetime Tony's doing on this primetime prime Friday? Primetime Tony's probably doing well. I wonder if he's awake or not yet. Um, I hear he's an early riser. That's what he's our, an early uh, riser. Well, that's what our producer in. Adam said. He did call in early, so he, yeah. he probably is. Do we know, is Adam going to be back to work next week? Is he uh, going to be back? We didn't like his services the, the time he joined us, so okay. maybe, maybe Are we looking won't. for a new producer? No, I, we might just... Well, hey, if you want to be a producer it. for Primetime Titan, just give us a call. We may or may not answer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, like and subscribe, baby. There you have it. Yeah, that's a good point. There you have it. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. What's at, our Twitter handle? It's at Primetime Titans. All one word. And what's our and Instagram? Instagram. It's at Primetime Titans. There you go. Nice so, and easy for you. Nice and consistent. Nice and easy, easy for you, Grandma. Consistency. Our, um, our our most consistent listener is my grandmother. <laughs> go follow us on Instagram, Gran. All right, let's wrap this that. one. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> We're rambling again. But um, let's let's come back in the next episode. Let's be talking about a win, fellas. I'm doing one. Here we come. 1-0 in the week. I'm JG. I'm Pat. I'm Robert. And we thank y'all.